everybody, a quick warning before we begin today's mini-sode. Uh, the sound conditions are not as optimized as normal. It's been literally three months since I've recorded, and I've been desperate to record something, so I am recording outside. You may hear cars and or airplanes in this recording. Keep that in mind. Now, let's begin the show. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another half episode of Random Chatterings. I am Arnold Rodriguez, and okay, yes, you saw the top of the fucking track thing. We gotta, it's personal update time, or another update, or whatever we want to call it. Uh, but again, though, I don't want this to be like a straight up update like the, well, a few months ago I did just a plain old update. I wanted to mix in some extra content <laughs> to make this a little more interesting to listen to so it's not just an update we're also going to be talking about three Beatle albums um, later on my favorite three Beatle albums but we'll get to those in a little bit you might be wondering about like why uploads have been a monthly rather than bi-weekly you might be wondering just why I will I, I do mostly retweet a lot of stuff on Twitter you might know what kind of stuff I'm retweeting and just why have I been posting some really weird shit on Instagram regularly to Kirby Air Ride? Well, first, uh, let's start with the harder news first, but it'll ease up. Things will, everything will ease up. For about three months, I was unemployed, and that I never handled that the best way. Like, I try to keep things on track, but it really got to be this time because I was as close to financial ruin as I've ever been in my entire life. And that was, it really was at the point where I was taken up on any type of job I could find so I could be able to continue paying off my student loans. And it was, it was getting a little scary out there. I noticed that I, I was really like trying to like try harder to find interviews. Like I had some help from my friends and uh, going to temp agencies and staffing agencies and any place I could find where I could probably find some type of employment. But um, I was... I was really worried that like near June or July that I would just have to, I don't know, do something like whatever you do with loans when you're laid on them or something. I would have had to take a hit on my credit score and that kind of shit. Like that kind of shit you don't need to hear about, but I'm just being honest about where I've been, what I'm doing, what I've been up to. Because I've been in the same place as I've always been. But I think some of that, on top of just kind of feeling a little dispirited by by unemployment and kind of putting all of my focus into into getting employment and, you know, almost running out of money, that kind of shit's like, you know what, I, maybe I don't need to record this minisode about Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Maybe I should try to find a job and uh, so I can keep myself afloat. And I finally did find a job. I am working somewhere new now. And it's been okay. It's it's been a really good experience. It's different from what I've done before. It's working with a startup, um, but now I have a steady flow of income coming in, and I don't have to worry about the loans at least for the next couple months. So at least that's something good, and it's freed up a lot of time. I've actually been I've actually been very serious about what I want to do with the podcast, and nothing like oh no we're coming it's coming to an end soon that kind of thing. No 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 no. I've got episodes fucking planned to May of 2019. That's how fucking serious I am. I want to pump out as much, much of the good stuff as I possibly can before I say that's enough. And we're not quite there yet by a long shot. There is a lot of great stuff we have planned, a lot of special little surprises on the way 
guests haven't really been coming into the show. But we are going to have some guests very soon. Uh, I'm recording with some guests uh, in August, mid-August, and then we should have that. That episode should be out probably near the end of August. But we're going to have more stuff. I'm going to try to have a lot of content ready uh, in terms of, like, ideas for episodes. This episode that you're listening to now and a lot of things. I really, really want to take this thing more seriously because I've also noticed that being employed has kind of relieved a little bit of the stress, but I also create some stress for myself. It's like, well, you know, I'm a podcaster. I, you know, I create podcasts. That's what I do. But I haven't been doing that as often or I felt too stressed or tired after work to do this. So I really, really want to make an effort to get to, to building up my portfolio even further so that eventually, you know, once I do move on to the next step of my life, then I've got a plan set or maybe I can actually finally achieve my dream of actually working podcasts full time. Not this one, let me say, but like with a podcast company or something like that. I, I think that's what I ultimately want to do. But we're, um, we're not quite there yet. I still need to do some research on how to even fucking do that. But I think that's really, really what I want to do next. I think that's my next step. What, whether it'll be something I'll do for the rest of my life, I have no idea. Who knows how long this podcast thing is going to go on. I mean, hopefully forever. But I think that's what I'm planning to do. And in the meantime, continue this thing going. Because it's been a lot of fun. I always forget how much fun I have doing this. And then sometimes it's, it's like... And I'm, people have expressed this on Twitter sometimes. It's just like, oh, God, I'm so tired or this and that. I just don't want to record right now. Or there's some shit that goes on in your life. You never, you fucking never know what's going to come up. And just suddenly you just say, I can't fucking record right now. Or I'm not in the mood to record right now. Or this and that. Bunch of reasons. And, you know, sometimes you just have to find that right amount of energy and spirit in order to record something. And then you find it, and it's like, let's harness this energy, and let's make record something really fun, or just record something interesting or serious. I know that last year had some very serious recordings that I would never, ever imagine myself talking about. Some topics that really now in hindsight, you know, uh, really make me think about some regrettable shit that I've done in my life. And uh, I have been thinking about that a lot, and it's been thinking, and it's, and it's been making me think about... Like, like, how do I, like, like, I do want to eventually be in a relationship with someone, but I, I don't want to make the same mistakes that I've been making, that I continue to make with my own family members and that kind of thing in terms of my anger. And I I'm, I'm really am trying my damnedest to work on this. I'm going to therapy to keep improving. Sorry, no, no, okay, uh, we're going to, oh, man, wow. Uh, so this is what happens if you don't record in a while. You, there's some really, the darker stuff starts to bubble up. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna switch back. Uh, so, okay, yeah. What else have I been up to? So, I planned that episode. So, we've got a lot of stuff coming in in the next couple months. I know that's a huge topic deviation. I apologize, but I'm also trying to stream. Uh, I've set up an entire streaming schedule, but again, that's even trickier because with streaming, I always want to have the optimal quality. I can't really stream outside because there's no place to plug in my uh, my MacBook. So. Because I need to, I need to have like a cooler so that the, the computer cools down, and I also have to have like a constant uh, flow of energy going in because games take up a lot of fucking energy, and that thing that doesn't burn out, but it's like a lot of energy takes up streaming and playing video games at the same time. So I'm trying to figure out a schedule that works. Uh, I'm playing Secret of Mana currently. We're gonna be switching to a different game soon. Uh, we have a one-off coming. That's gonna be pretty fun. I mean, I know if I do more streams, I'll be able to eventually be able to change my YouTube URL from like a bunch of numbers and letters to like something like Ranchette Streams. And I'm hoping to eventually get to 100 subscribers. I don't know if that will ever happen. 
uh, we have five so far, so we're 20th of the way there. But maybe eventually we, we will we'll do our best. Uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> it's I forget, I'm always flying solo. Um, to keep these streams going and to keep the uh, to keep things interesting in that regard, uh, because that's all I ultimately want to do is like entertain people and you know give them give them something good to look forward to when they've had a hard day. Uh, I guess it's another update I can mention though. I don't know who's been listening to the backlog of my stuff, but the numbers have been going up substantially on all older episodes. Like I think, uh, not to brag too much, but I, I just noticed the numbers climbing. And I'm not talking about Feedburner or like those types of sites. It's just like on the the archive website, the Internet Archive website I use to kind of look at the numbers sometimes. They've been going up ridiculous amounts, and it's honestly, I posted something on Instagram about it. It it really makes me feel so. Um, it's like the small little operation that I do, and it's like to some random person's opinions on the internet being shot into the dark, and you never expect anyone to actually be listening. No one comments ever, <laughs> so you always anticipate that no one's listening, and then you see like that, and it's like, no, there is someone listening, and I hope that they're enjoying what they're listening to, and it really warms my heart to see that. Uh, there's an episode uh, that's very close to getting to a thousand, uh, probably within um, maybe next month it'll be at a thousand. And uh, it's just crazy. It, it always blows my mind when I see something like that. So thank you to that person or the groups of people that I've been listening to the show, finding the show. Uh, more stuff is coming soon. Don't worry. We'll, there'll be more new stuff coming soon. And uh, let me think. So streaming. I've been streaming. I've been posting some cryptic stuff about Kirby Air Ride. Uh, let's just say uh, something related to that game. Uh, maybe on your feeds pretty soon. Can't give a definitive timeline given how my schedule's been recently, but it's coming soon. Something related to that game is coming very soon. All right, I think that's everything in terms of updates. I guess maybe just like a goal, a personal goal for myself is I want to keep the minisodes going. As I've set up a schedule, and I really want to take that schedule more seriously. There's a month of that I've been promising for a year and a half. I want to finally get done. So that's going to be happening soon, and the little bonus is going to be in the middle of that too. I don't want to keep hinting at stuff because it's more fun when just stuff kind of just shows up on the feed and it's like, oh, he's talking about this? Now, I, I'm, now I'm repeating myself from previous updates. Because, you know, some of the problems that I have with this show are always the same ones. It's like a reoccurring issue. But I still want to keep things interesting, and I want to keep everybody entertained. And again, now I'm repeating myself. All right, so now we're going to switch from the hard realism to a topic that I, I've... This is an episode I've wanted to do for so long, and I hinted at it with my episode with Keith Legion, episode 63, when we briefly talked about the Beatles, and I really want to do a Beatles episode. I really want to do it, and I know I shouldn't mention that out loud, because now I'm going to try really hard to do it. There's someone in particular I want to get on for that episode, but... Uh, it seems like everybody has been busy, everybody's schedules have been changing, so... But we'll see, maybe we'll be able to make this one happen. But in the meantime, to satiate your appetites a little bit, I wanted to talk about my three favorite Beatle albums. Now, I know three is a weird number to cut off at, but it's mostly because I cannot talk about music, and I'm probably just gonna be mostly talking from experience, like, in a, in a similar way like the Undertale minisode, like, just like, oh... I remember listening to this one, this, this, and this, 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 this. And I'll probably just briefly talk about my experience of listening to the Beatles. And then maybe when that Beatles episode does come out, it'll probably be like a rehash. Maybe we'll keep things interesting by talking about Beatles albums, but also the solo albums, and of course the films. Like, how will we not talk about the films? There's definitely a lot of Beatles stuff I gotta revisit, so I'll probably be doing a lot of research before that episode. If it even happens, we'll see. Maybe it won't, but I'll try to make that one happen. 
So I only want to keep it three because I don't know how to talk about music that often. So I wanted to keep it small so I don't have to talk about something that I don't really know about too much. So without further ado, here are my three favorite Beatle albums. Number three is Rubber Soul. So from what I know from the history of the Beatles, I think this is the one where they were kind of moving away from like simple love songs or you know like the, the kind of like the more popular hits. They were wanting to try and diversify their sound a little bit with different instrumentations, a very different tone to all of their songs, like a more sentimental, nostalgic kind of tone to it. Like the logo of it also kind of has that 60s, like, like psychedelic 60s quality to it. So there's like a different sound to it. And just looking at the track list, Drive My Car, Norwegian Wood, uh, man, all of these are like some of my favorite songs of all time. They feel like they're more complete than other Beatle albums. They felt more complex in terms of the composition. And again, I don't, I couldn't tell you the, the technical details of that because I'm not a musician. But anyway, there's a lot of really great shit here. Some of my favorite songs of all time include In My Life, which makes me fucking cry just thinking about it. In my life, it's kind of a song about this nostalgia. It is very much about nostalgia, about looking back in terms of people you know and how things have changed so much. It really makes me really emotional. Drive My Car, it's just so much. It's just a super fun song. It's like kind of the, one of the popular songs. And I, I don't know this as well. I think it's either about prostitution or it's about blowjobs or something. I don't know. But I kind of like how some Beatles songs have like some hidden messages there or just like some, some sneaky adult humor in there. So that's something I appreciate. Norwegian Wood is probably in the, one of the top Beatles songs. In terms of composition, the inclusion of the sitar, more of an Eastern influence in the Beatles instrumentation. They took a lot of uh, chances with this album, like going start from just like the basses and guitars. They really tried to make their compositions more complex. I'm repeating myself, so let's move on. Uh, I guess I'll also mention Nowhere Man really quickly. It's a song that I also relate to a lot because it really reminds me of a Nowhere Man who's who's got his nowhere plans, just, you know, so, I wouldn't say it's a song for millennials, but just a song for someone who feels like their whole purpose in life is aimless and they have no idea what they're doing. It may be, it may be the song is the nowhere man, but it's nowhere person. It's just someone who doesn't know what they want, what they're looking for, and they're trying to find it. Or maybe they're even trying to find it. Maybe I'm interpreting the lyrics incorrectly, but I relate a lot to that song. So yeah, Rubber Soul is definitely up there in terms of uh, one of my favorite Beatle albums. Number two is Revolver. And um, this was actually, okay, so Rubber Soul, I think, I discovered that one early on in my Beatles um, enthusiasm. Well, okay, wait, to, to be perfectly honest, when you're a high schooler and you're not making any money and you have no allowance, there's only one way to find music, and it's through the internet. I'll put it that way. So, Revolver was actually the last Beatle album I heard. I know there's always, like, these compilations and love, technically, is a Beatles remix album. But I think Revolver was the last like full Beatles album I listened to, and man, it it feels like such a jump from Rubber Soul. It feels like it's even more experimental in terms of the instrumentations, in terms of all the advancements that that album made. You can check the Wikipedia album for the specific details, but man, all right. So I'm just looking, just looking at the track list. And the me, of course, man, one of the most depressing songs ever fucking written, possibly, maybe even more, like, because, like, there's, there's the grunt songs, like, from the 90s, and, like, you know, like, metal songs, but it feels like it's, like, it's, like, an exaggerated type of that, like, Eleanor Rigsby is just plain depressing, it's just a woman who just doesn't have a life, really, who just kind of lived in solidarity, and then just dies, and then no one gives a shit about her, and the fucking father, I don't remember his name right now, but just throws stuff on her grave, and no one even, like, just 
gone. She's just gone. She existed, and that's all she ever did. It was just exist. Man, I, I appreciate Eleanor Rigby a fuckload, but that song is the, no doubt the most depressing Beatles song. No fucking doubt. I'm Only Sleeping is a song that I think about when I'm tired of fucking course. Uh, it's a song that's like you're thinking about, like you're in a half state or that kind of thing. So I relate to it in that regard. I love you too. Some of these I haven't heard or I don't remember about as much. I know I'm talking about like I love the albums as a whole, but it has been a while since I've listened to these albums. So maybe I should have listened to them. But again, I also want to have a looser feel, feel to this recording. So we'll just keep going through the track list here, there, and everywhere. It's a great, very, again, kind of similar song, just a very optimistic kind of song with the great uh, barbershop type of unison singing and crewing from the crew, uh, from the Beatles, <laughs> the crew. Yellow Submarine is just this, such a fun, like, yeah, it's a children's song, sort of, technically, but it's just so much fun. Like, give shit, that's great. She said, she said, don't remember that one that much. Good Day Sunshine is, like, fucking typical McCartney, very poppy kind of stuff, but it's just so bouncing. It's like, good day, sunshine, boom, boom, boom. It just, you feel good. You just feel good to listen to it. It's just meant to just make you feel really good. Andrew Brick can sing. I'm thinking about this song right now, and it's interesting. It's a song about... About jealousy, it's like, oh, and your bird can sing, but you don't think about me. It's, it's, you know, sometimes thinking about songs from the earlier ages, like how the lyrics, interpreting the lyrics in the modern day context, it's like, man, the people in these songs, the, or the protagonist in the song sounds really fucking conceited, doesn't he? It's like, oh, you don't think about me all the time, or you don't think about me enough. Like, there's a song that's got to get you into my life, which is, again, it's another poppy song, but it's like, you gotta get in my life! It's like... I don't know how I feel about that. That's uh, it's a little extreme. Um, doctor Robert is a, is a, it's another experimental song. It's a song about a doctor. It's a, I just like it a lot. And fucking tomorrow never knows. It's definitely my highlight of the album. It's this psychedelic wonderland, and it just makes no sense. The lyrics make no sense. And of course, I think this is when the Beatles were starting to go even heavier on the drugs with the LSD and the marijuana. They're going super far out. And this sounds like a crazy concoction. It's like let's just go something crazy, something crazy. And uh, I, but I just love that song for being that bizarre and just just like a fucking mind trip. Revolver just felt like an album that took so many more opportunities than other previous albums had with these limitations, in terms of the lyrical content, like in terms of the different types of uh, topics that the Beatles wanted to talk about. I, that's definitely something I really appreciate. I know that the Beatles went even harder in terms of other albums, but I think just, just something about Revolver feels more complete to me, uh, this is controversial opinion, than the other, the later Beatles albums, which are meant to sort of be the better ones, but I, I do think there's a lot of a lot to say about earlier Beatles albums like like Rubber Soul and like Revolver. So that's why this Revolver's like in my uh, is my number two in my favorite Beatles albums. And finally at number one, and it really couldn't be anything else, it's Abbey Road, the last Beatles album that all four Beatles contributed to. It's very well known that there was a lot of issues with the Let It Be recording sessions, a lot of uh, heartache, and it was the reason why the Beatles eventually split up. But Abbey Road felt like if there's going to be a finale to the Beatles, which unfortunately Let It Be was their finale, but if there's going to be a sort of finale for the Beatles, Abbey Road feels like the one. It's like the most complete out Beatles album to me in terms of the songs that were included, in terms of experimentation, in terms of the sound, in terms of like the advancements that the Beatles had made throughout their entire career up to that point. And let's just go over the track list. And we got to go faster now because the planes and the cars are really starting to bother me. So let's go through this quick. Come Together is a classic, nothing to say about that. Something, I, I as someone who's a teenager who hated love songs because they're too overwrought, even the Beatles love songs are, are admittedly, and I know someone gave me shit for this, so. 
when we talked about it. But it's like, they're corny. But yeah, but they're fucking catchy too. I know they're corny. I know they're just as much of a guilty pleasure as other albums, but I, 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 I don't really... Oh, okay, I do care. But, you know, in terms of, they're just fun. I just like them. They are a guilty pleasure, admittedly. But no, like, Something is one of my favorite love songs. I don't have many love songs, period, that I do enjoy. But there's just something about, just something about something that works for me. It works for a lot of people. Maxwell Silverhammer is about a murderer. It's fun, but it's very weird. Uh, oh, Darling is a great McCartney, sort of bluesy kind of song. Octopus's Garden is another great song by Ringo Starr. I want you, she's so heavy. It's just so weird. Like the lyrics are so simple. I want you so bad. It's like a longing kind of thing, but then it just breaks into like a like a five minute guitar solo that just keeps going and going and going and going until it just. I think Lennon just said, "Okay, just cut the tape there." But that's good. That's just cut it right there. It's so it's so weird, but I love it for that reason. And then here comes the sun. It's a fucking classic. Every time there's like a like it's like raining or like you're just in a bad mood or something, or you know you just feel like. You're kind of like in a depressed mood. I just think about here comes the sun. There's just something of, you know, here comes the sun. The sun's coming eventually. It'll brighten you up. You'll feel good. Uh, I mean, I know it's not that simple, but it, it's like it's like a hopeful song, and it's just also really beautiful too. I, I really love that song. And it, there's, I know Harrison's has written some songs in early on, and it really sucks how Lennon and McCartney, especially in those days, were trying to push him out of it or just like minimize his input. But man, I, I guess when we eventually do, if we ever do talk about the solo albums, we'll probably talk a lot about George Harrison's undeniable influence. And this def definitely feels like a Harrison, like a George Harrison song. Because it's good. Um, then there's finally the Abbey Road Medley, which is just a collection of songs that to put together. Just it's just like the whole medley. It's just I love it so much. So you just have experimentalists, like how different the songs are, but it still feels right and it flows. And of course, the end. This feels like it. Damn! If you want ever ever want a band to end on a high note, fucking the end is the way to do it. Let's call the song the end and make it seem like this giant anthem to all Beatledom. And even like the Beatles rock band, that video game from 2009, ended with the end. So it just makes a lot of sense. And then there's that little extra like PS with Her Majesty, which is a weird, weird song. It's like it's like uh, one of those like half songs, the songs that were being included in like an anthology album, but they decided to include it at the end because I don't know. They just like give you something a little light to listen to at the end. If you just take a glimpse at some of the track listing, uh, in terms of the medley, like, you're never gonna make your money, is one of my favorites, Sun King, She Came Through the Bathroom Window, Golden Slumbers Carry That Way, all, oh man, they're all so good. And as a whole, it's like an anthem, it's like an anthem, I keep saying anthem, I don't even know what that word means, so I'm gonna stop using it. But it's the great way to end, not just the Albie Road, but the Beatles career in general. Like, that really was like the last stuff they recorded together as a group, and what a way to go out, really. And those are my three favorite Beatle albums. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I guess I'll just mention a couple things. Uh, we'll have episodes out pretty soon, this one included. And uh, the streaming channel is always available. Uh, we got a, we've already done a bunch of streams before if you want to catch up on all our streams. Uh, but we're going to have some more new streams coming soon. Uh, you can find it by searching Rand Chat Streams on YouTube. Uh, eventually, once we do get to 100 subscribers, we'll try to have the custom URL. So all I'll have to say is youtube.com slash We're not, We can't quite do that yet. But just find it, just search Rant Streams and you'll find it. 
again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you when the next uh, minisode comes out after this one. All right, you take care, everyone.